Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. There are a few things more devastating than a loved one going missing. On the Vanished podcast from Wondery, host Marissa Jones tells stories of missing persons that have widely gone overlooked by the mainstream media. She gets the stories from the friends and families of the missing person and frequently talks with law enforcement and others close to the case. Marissa wants to help families find their vanished loved ones or at least a sense of peace. With more than 300 episodes, The Vanished has hours of cases for you to experience. In a recent episode, Marissa looked into the case of Sofia Juarez. 18 years ago, Sofia disappeared on the night before her fifth birthday. With most of her family now deceased, dedicated law enforcement officers are carrying the torch for Sofia, hoping that she is still somewhere out there. Then, years later, the case reignited when a woman in Mexico who looks like Sofia appeared in a TikTok video and said she was kidnapped as a child. Could this person be Sofia? The Vanished has the story of this abduction and the decades-long search to find Sofia Juarez. You are about to hear a preview of The Vanished. While you're listening, follow The Vanished on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Wondery. Feel the story. The time that has passed, the number of years that have passed, we know that somebody out there somewhere knows something. And the reality of it is, is over the last 18 years, relationship changes, uh, people's loyalty changes. Sometimes people want to clear their conscience. The reality of it is, is we need one tip. We just need the right tip. We've had a lot of tips over the last 18 years. We've had literally thousands of tips and we've worked each and every one of those. But we need one credible tip. And I still believe that at some particular point in time, we will get that tip. Somebody will want to clear their conscience. We will continue to generate information on this so that we can exhaust all leads. On the evening of February 4th, 2003, four-year-old Sophia Juarez was at home in Kennewick, Washington. One of her relatives left the family home to go make a quick stop at a nearby convenience store for milk. And after he left, Sophia decided to follow him. And the bright, bubbly young girl who would have turned five the very next day vanished into the night, never to be seen again. I'm Marissa, and from Wondery, this is episode 301 of The Vanished, Sophia Juarez's story.
Sophia's story is different from most of the cases we've covered on the show. Earlier this year, law enforcement from Kennewick, Washington, contacted us about sharing Sophia's story. There was just one hiccup. Most of Sophia's family wouldn't be able to talk to us. Her father was never involved in her life, and her mother is now deceased. Many of the people you will hear discussed in Sophia's story were just children at the time she disappeared. So we had to think outside of our usual format and rely on interviews from the original reporting officer, the current investigator, and the chief of police to tell Sophia's story. So who was Sophia Juarez? We asked the current investigator, Al Wehner, who runs a dedicated cold case unit in Kennewick, Washington, to tell us what he knows about Sophia. She was, you know, a typical four-year-old child growing up in the Tri-Cities. She liked to play with her uh, young aunts and uncles. She liked to play with her dolls. She was a very shy person. She was living in the home with her mother, Maria, and the grandmother, Ignacia. Ignacia's boyfriend, Jose, was living in the house. And also living in the house were some younger uncles and aunts of Sophia, who were the children of Ignacia. And there were four uncles that were living with Sophia, ranging in age from six to 15, and two aunts that were living with her. And they were in age from 14 to 17. So a total of six uncles and aunts living with Sophia in the house. And that was in the 100 block of East 15th Avenue in Kennewick. So they spoke primarily Spanish at home. However, she did have limited English speaking capabilities, and she understood English. So Kennewick is part of what we call the Tri-Cities. We're located in southeastern Washington, and it's actually more of a high desert climate. Uh, We don't have the forests or the trees like they do on the west side in Seattle or in the Blue Mountains or the Cascade Mountain Range. The Tri-Cities is comprised primarily of Kennewick, Pasco, and Richland. We're located along the Columbia River, where the Yakima River and Snake River uh, meet up with the Columbia. We have significant agricultural development over the past 30 years. We have a interstate that travels through the three cities. The census figures, when this incident occurred in 2003, Kennewick had a total population of 55,000 people. Sophia lived in a multi-generational home with her mother, grandmother, and other relatives. We asked investigator Wayner if he could tell us a little bit about the neighborhood. It was a single-story rental in the lower-income area of town, and it was the 100 block of East 15th Avenue. The homeowners identified that they had been living there for a number of months prior to Sophia's abduction. It was your standard residential community. There were individual single-family dwellings in that part of town. The homes are separated by anywhere from maybe 15 to 50 feet. The homes in that area have front yards and backyards. 
they didn't know the neighbors real well. A lot of their friends were associated through the church that they attended, and they had some uh, different family members, distant family members that also lived in the general area. But they weren't uh, real close with many of their neighbors. There are a number of neighbors that still live in their homes from the time period when the abduction occurred. Some of the other residences are rental units. And so obviously the people there uh, move in and out. So it's a mixed residential neighborhood in that regard. As far as crimes go, it was mostly property crimes that were occurring uh, in the area. Not a lot of history of homicides in that area. There was some drug activity that you would expect in any residential area for the Tri-Cities during that time period. It wasn't real expensive specific to that neighborhood. February 5th, 2003 would have been Sophia's fifth birthday. But no one could have predicted that she wouldn't be home to celebrate it. What was a usual evening in the home took a different turn when Sophia decided to join her grandmother's boyfriend on a quick trip to the grocery store. At home, however, she did have limited English speaking capabilities and she understood English. So Kennewick is part of what we call the Tri-Cities. We're located in southeastern Washington and it's actually more of a high desert climate. Uh, we don't have the forests or the trees like they do on the west side in Seattle or in the Blue Mountains with the Cascade Mountain Range. The Tri-Cities is comprised primarily of Kennewick, Pasco, and Richland. We're located along the Columbia River where the Yakima River and Snake River uh, meet up with the Columbia We have significant agricultural development over the past 30 years. We have a interstate that travels through the three cities. The census figures when this incident occurred in 2003, Kennewick had a total population of 55,000 people. Sophia lived in a multi-generational home with her mother, grandmother, and other relatives. We asked investigator Wayner if he could tell us a little bit about the neighborhood. It was a single-story rental in the lower-income area of town, and it was the 100 block of East 15th Avenue. The homeowners identified that they had been living there for a number of months prior to Sophia's abduction. It was your standard residential community. Their individual single-family dwellings in that part of town. The homes are separated by anywhere from maybe 15 to 50 feet. The homes in that area have front yards and backyards. They didn't know the neighbors real well. A lot of their friends were associated through the church that they attended, and they had some uh, different family members, distant family members that also lived in the general area. But they weren't uh, real close with many of their neighbors. There are a number of neighbors that still live in their homes from the time period when the abduction occurred. Some of the other residences are rental units. And so obviously the people there uh, move in and out. 
So it's a mixed residential neighborhood in that regard. As far as crimes go, it was mostly property crimes that were occurring uh, in the area. Not a lot of history of homicides in that area. There was some drug activity that you would expect in any residential area for the Tri-Cities during that time period. It wasn't real extensive specific to that neighborhood. February 5th, 2003 would have been Sophia's fifth birthday. But no one could have predicted that she wouldn't be home to celebrate it. What was a usual evening in the home took a different turn when Sophia decided to join her grandmother's boyfriend on a quick trip to the grocery store. I hope you enjoyed this preview of The Vanished. Listen to the rest of this episode wherever you get your podcasts. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.